For over 50 years, people have relied on Village Green Apothecary to give them individualized nutrition, pharmacy, and healthy living products. Village Green provides you with the kind of personalized help and attention that mass market pharmacies have long ago forgotten. You can depend on us for knowledge, experience, product selection, customer service, and a smile. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or call us at 301-530-0800 or go to our website at myvillagegreen.com. We're here to help you. Welcome listeners to the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM brought to you by Village Green Apothecary located at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland. I'm Dana Lake, and I bring you a wide variety of really good information all about you and your health. I want to remind you that Village Green is always your resource for questions about your health via the website and the store on Cedar Lane. You get expert advice, and they do carry superior supplements from many manufacturers, including their own Pathway products. Now, I want to remind you that you can listen to the Essentials of Healthy Living podcast through iTunes, and you just type in podcast, Essentials of Healthy Living, and you can go back and listen to any show over and over. So please do so. Now, a reminder that we're here every Sunday morning at 10 a.m., and you can tune in next week for more info on healthy living. Now, I'm very excited about our guest today, Dr. Chrissy Williamson. She's a certified nutrition specialist and faculty member of MUIH, the Maryland University for Integrative Health. And that's a very important organization in our state here. Her expertise includes the groundbreaking, expanding field of nutritional genomics. And our subject is biochemical individuality and COVID-19 how certain genetic predispositions can increase risk. And I do want to say that biochemical individuality was coined by Roger Williams. He was one of the early nutritionists, and he was considered a heretic for saying that we're all different. So welcome to the show, Dr. Chrissy. It's good to have you here. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Well, we've got a lot to discuss. I want you to tell our listeners a little bit more about what you've done and your background, because I think it's very interesting. Well, um, so nutritional genomics is a, is a new field for, for most people. Um, it didn't really even make it into Wikipedia until about 2010, so about 10 years ago. Um, so when people hear nutrition, they think, okay, we kind of know what that is. And they hear genomics, they kind of go, hmm, we think we might know what that means. Um, but then when you put it together, they kind of get a little confused. Um, so, you know, the, the easy way of thinking of, about it is we write nutritional prescriptions based on your genes. Um, so that's a pretty easy layman's explanation of what it is. But um, the cool thing that we do at NGI, Nutritional Genomics Institute, um, is that we layer something called the omics on top of the genome. Um, so we take all these really cool biomarkers and metabolomics, so things you might be heard of like functional testing, organic acids, amino acids, uh, microbiome testing, that kind of stuff. 
Um, and because I'm what people call a super nerd, um, I, you know, I like algorithms and math and that kind of stuff, is that I've taken that information and I've figured out how to figure out if a gene is turned on or off. Um, so, you know, we look at uh, certain variants, something called a SNP or a single nucleotide polymorphism. And instead of looking at just one biomarker, so something like methylmalonic acid, which would look at B12, for instance, um, we look at that, but then we also look at about anywhere between 10 and 15 markers above and below that genetic variation to be able to determine whether or not that gene is actually active or not. Because it's really important to know, you know, our, our A, T, Cs, and Gs, our basic genome system, not much different than a fly or a frog. Um, so that stuff doesn't really change all that much. Um, but what's on top of the genome or the epigenome, that stuff's where the magic lies. So it's really important to be able to measure all that activity that's there. Um, so that's what we do. So that's that's what we well, do at Omics and NGI. Snippet. Well, that is fascinating, and I am so delighted to hear such a wonderful algorithm scientific approach. You really, you're you're melding a lot of information, and I think as we're listening to the discussions about COVID-19, we're hearing about modeling and how you change your modeling based on the data, and uh, mm -hmm. it's really an, what's called agile in a philosophy of research, philosophy of business meaning you adjust as you go. It, it's a brilliant, relatively new concept, and I think it's quite exciting. And I think your institute is, is doing wonderful work. So um, I, do, I do look at the genomics as well in my practice. And someone mentioned to me, this is a, a medical colleague, you're treating something that doesn't exist just because they have a predisposition doesn't mean they'll get it. I said, okay, what have we done before we had this info? We looked at family history, but that might not be accurate at all for many reasons. Right. We, the person may not biologically actually be related to uh, the father, and that can happen. And so then you're going by a family history that isn't so relevant to a person. So, I, you know, I said... What if we hear that they have diabetes in the family? We start right away talking about a preventive diet in diabetes and how they can prevent it. Uh, and, and so we're treating something. We've always been treating something that didn't exist because we had history. Now we have exactly who this person is. And that's mm -hmm. what you're doing. So I'm so happy to have you here. So, Dr. Christie, where do you want to start with this? Thank you for giving us a baseline. It's very helpful. Sure. Sure. Well, I think, you know, there's, there's a lot of things about this, this virus that have got people on edge. Um, so I think there's, you know, I, I think I'd like to put some framework down to, to begin with, you know, and one, one being that there's a, a preventative stage in terms of immune function. So, um, you know, we need to, we need to kind of put this, this virus and this illness into compartments. So, you know, the first one is, you know, we would have a, a treatment phase or a, a, what we call a prophylactic phase of how we would go about something if we want to prevent you from getting sick. 
Um, then there's a whole different protocol that goes along if you actually start to get sick. Um, so there's like an early phase of a disease, okay? So we call, you know, the preventative stage, stage one. Um, stage two would be like if you started to have some sort of viral illness, very mild. You know, some people would call this the asymptomatic stage or if you have a mild cold or mild flu-like symptoms. Um, and then there's stage three. This is when you advance to that sort of cytokine storm phase that people are talking about, um, which is still kind of really um, controversial at this point. Uh, people are thinking about, you know, well, gosh, maybe it's a, an iron dissociation issue. Maybe we're having some other, other things happening because the virus is actually attacking um, the hemoglobin. And, you know, so, you know, Another point I want to make is that this is rapidly evolving in terms of viral mechanisms. So at first we're thinking, yes, it's, you know, the RAS system or the renin-angiotensin-aldosterone system that's really important in ACE2 regulation. Um, now we're really looking at more of a parasitic sort of uh, attack on hemoglobin that's causing hypoxia. So either way, maybe it's both. Maybe both of those things are causing the cytokine storm, um, but that's, that's stage three. And then stage four is recovery. So I think the important thing as we sort of talk about, you know, genetics, as we talk about treatments and options, that we really put um, a framework onto this condition and, quite frankly, any sort of viral condition or any, any disease condition that we talk about, um, but specifically for COVID, that we talk about those phases. Um, because there are certain things that we wouldn't want to do, like upregulate the immune system in, let's say, stage three. Um, so, you know, that, that I think is really kind of important to kind of put that out there to begin with. Um, so, you know, I think it's easiest to kind of start with the, the preventative stage, you know. So, you know, what do we do to, to keep our immune systems balanced? Um, and I think that's really important to, one, you know, as we work in the field of nutritional genomics, everybody's different. You know, some people have, you know, increased risk for autoimmunity. Some people don't. Um, you know, some people have impairments in interleukin-6. Some people have issues with their toll-like receptors. Um, and, you know, for the listeners out there, you know, these may sound like weird words um, if you're not used to, to these, these things. Um, interleukins are basically chemical messengers in the body. You know, some are good, some are bad. We like to categorize things. None of them are either good or bad, actually. We need both. Um, we need a good balance of pro-inflammatory things and anti-inflammatory things. Um, we humans and doctors just like to, to sort of dogmatically categorize things to make it easier to understand. Um, but, you know, when we talk about these things, you know, depending on how many, quote, good things we have or bad things we have can kind of shift the way our immune system might respond. Um, so looking at those things and kind of determining, you know, hey, you know, something like turmeric might be a good idea for me, or hey, you know, my shift is actually a little bit too much in the autoimmune section, uh, you know, that might not be a good idea. Um, so looking at those types of things are, you know, a pretty, pretty good thing. Um, there are some basic things that are really good for pretty much everybody. I would say about 95% of the population does well with vitamin A, vitamin D, little bit of vitamin C, low-dose vitamin C, um, and zinc. So in terms of antiviral strategy, those are the, those are the four that we, that we really look at. Um, and, you, you know, know we can talk a little I'm bit so about glad, I'm so glad you're, you're giving that information. Um, I 
I had put out an information sheet. And these are the heavy hitters. These are the ones mm-hmm. that are going to give you very quick responses. And it's not new. We've known this mm-hmm. in nutrition long before I was in nutrition, and I've been there a long time. Uh, so I am glad to hear you say this because this is real basic. It doesn't have mm-hmm. to be complicated. This is what someone needs to focus on. And we're going to uh, continue this conversation uh, in the, in the fi- next segment. We want to talk more about what people can do because we are in the preventive area right now talking about prevention mm-hmm. and, and then addressing the uh, overwhelming inflammation and why it's such a problem because I think that is something that's not clear for a lot of people. So if you've just tuned in, folks, you're with the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. I'm Dana Lake, your host for the hour. We're having a delightful and interesting discussion with Dr. Chrissy Williamson, and we're going to learn more about genome, nutritional genomics, and we are also going to talk about biochemical individuality and COVID-19. This is going to be interesting. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. Some things are hard to stomach, and life doesn't stop for occasional immune challenges or intestinal distress. ProBalarti from Metagenics offers a new targeted probiotic approach for intestinal support. Help maintain control while traveling or as a follow-up to antibiotic therapy to support intestinal flora for healthy intestinal function. ProBalarti provides ID-certified probiotic strains suggested by research to enhance certain aspects of immune function in addition to promoting a healthy balance of intestinal microflora. ProBalarti is the go-to probiotic for patients on the go. Get it today. Available through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. Start the new school year off right with Pure Encapsulation's new Pure Nutrients Gummy. The new Pure Nutrients Gummy is a comprehensive multivitamin mineral complex enhanced with organic berries and fruits in a great-tasting fruit-flavored gummy that's suitable for the whole family. With higher levels of vitamins and minerals than other leading professional brands, the Pure Nutrients Gummy offers daily wellness support in a fun, berry-shaped gummy multivitamin. The Pure Nutrients Gummy can be found at Village Green Apothecary and online at My Village green.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All over the world, people are beginning to discover fish oil is one of the best secrets for unlocking great health. Thousands of studies have shown the amazing effects of these powerful omega-3s for heart health. Plus, fish oils have even been shown to balance moods and lessen anxiety. With exceptional taste, unrivaled freshness, and unsurpassed purity, Nordic Naturals is the easy way to get your omega-3s every day. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit NordicNaturals.com. Nordic Naturals, committed to the planet, committed to pure and great-tasting omega oils. Have you ever wondered why the cold and flu season occurs in the fall and winter months? One theory is because of a decrease in sun exposure, our bodies don't make enough vitamin D, which is essential to proper immune function. That's why medical experts recommend supplementing with vitamin D. Thorne Research's vitamin D products are made from pure vitamin D with no preservatives or unnecessary ingredients added. Support your immune system with Thorne's vitamin D1000 and D5000. These and other immune-supporting formulas are always available at Village Green. 
Did you know at Village Green Apothecary, we offer everyday savings on top-quality nutritional supplements, including herbs and homeopathic remedies, plus personal care products and more. That's right. In addition to our big sales events, you can save up to 20% on most everything you need for a healthier lifestyle. Today and every day, at Village Green, we care about our customers. We've been providing the best nutrition and healthy living products for over 50 years. Stop by Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 54. 415 West Cedar Lane or visit our website at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back, listeners, to the second segment of The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. I am Dana Lake, your host for the hour, and I want to remind you that Village Green is always your resource for questions about your health via the website and the store on Cedar Lane. Now, Village Green also, they can answer your questions that you have, and they carry a superior line of supplements from many manufacturers, including their own Pathway products. Now, we're here every Sunday morning at 10 a.m., so tune in next week for more information on healthy living. Our guest is Dr. Chrissy Williamson, a certified nutrition specialist and faculty member of the Maryland University of Integrative Health here in Maryland, and her expertise includes a groundbreaking, expanding field of nutritional genomics. And our subject is biochemical individuality and COVID-19, how certain genetic predispositions can increase risk. And this is a timely subject. So before we uh, closed out on the last session, you were talking about uh, the main nutrients that are so helpful in prevention, vitamin A, vitamin D, vitamin C, and zinc. So let's talk mm-hmm. about those. Well, so it, without getting too complicated on, on why some of these nutrients are, are so important, you know, I think, you know, it, we talk about, you know, you were mentioning how, you know, we've known about these things in nutrition for, for eons. You know, we've talked about how all of these are antiviral, um, you know, and, and, and just really good immune boosters. Um, the cool thing about, you know, nutritional genomics is that we've really shed some light onto the mechanism of why these things are so helpful. Um, so specifically for, you know, SARS-2 or, or COVID-19, um, there's something called a toll-like receptor. Um, and so toll-like receptors are these little, these little sensors in the body. So they kind of run around the body and they check out and say, hey, do you have viral DNA or RNA floating around in your body? Um, and they're transported through the body in these little these little bubbles that are called endosomes, and they're they're part of what I call the the old immune system, um, which is the innate immune system. Um, and the innate immune system are like macrophages, they're the the, the gobblers. They go around and they eat things. Um, so it's sort of like this instinctual uh, sort of immune system. It's not the new immune system that learns things um, where they create antibodies, but the the older type of immune system. Um, that the, the toll-like receptors, there's the toll-like receptor number one, um, it interacts with another gene, it's called MyD88, um, that these two genes together, um, they essentially require retinoic acid or vitamin A. And if you don't have enough vitamin A, these things can't work together, and then they can't sense that you have virus in your body. <laughs> so this might be pretty important 
Um, if you're trying to figure out, if your immune system is trying to go, hey, we're going to gobble up some virus. <laughs> so, you know, this is really, really important as we're trying to make sure that we have the right ratio of vitamin A and vitamin D, and that's something you want to work with a practitioner on. You don't want to go and randomly start taking vitamin A. Vitamin A could be bad if you're, you know, pregnant or those kinds of things. You want to make sure that you're, you're talking with your doctor about that. Um, but, you know, these are the types of things that control all of these other inflammatory molecules in the body. So we talk about things like interleukin-6 again. I know we mentioned that before, but if anybody's new on, on the show here now, you know, these are, you know, these, these chemicals in the body that we want to make sure we have in balance. Um, so, you know, these things are, these things are really important. Um, so, you know, that's, that's an example of, you know, how we're using newer information to kind of apply to an older science. You know, we, we knew a long time ago that vitamin A was important, but now we, now we really know why. You um, know, that's, I think you're the first one to give the science behind this. Um, yes, through a- anecdotal evidence, we all knew that vitamin A was important, and I always talk about each nutrient has its own bank account. And when you've got a virus, you need a lot of money in the vitamin A, vitamin D, vitamin C, and zinc bank accounts. If you've got sufficient levels to do the job, it's great. And this is why you can use high doses of some of these supplements, because it's like you owe $1,000 and you put $1,000 in, and then you write a check for 900 <laughs> and and right. it's gone. I mean, you don't have much left. And so building, I always talk about the nutrient reserves being a bank account, and this, you've given such a clear scientific basis for why vitamin A is so important, and many people have much higher needs, and those people, if mm-hmm. they don't get it, they're susceptible for all kinds of problems, including COVID-19. So talk to us also about vitamin D. Well, so vitamin D, so vitamin D and vitamin A, I always kind of joke with my students and say they're besties, okay? Um, so vitamin D and vitamin A, they, they have a, a binding site. Um, and so vitamin D receptor binding site doesn't actually activate without the vitamin A uh, retinoic um, binding acting site. So um, those things actually work in tandem together. So you don't actually have transcription of vitamin D without enough vitamin A. Um, so that's the really simplified version of that. Um, when we're looking at genetics for these types of things, there are you know people that have upregulations in vitamin D. Um, metabolism. So one of the things that a lot of physicians don't check for is something called calcitriol or 125-OHD. So really, really important to look at that because especially if you're autoimmune, you don't want to have too much of the hormone form of vitamin D floating around your body or calcitriol. (laughs) Um, So because your hormone form of vitamin D will actually go and bind to your other hormone receptors in your body. So you're thyroid receptor, your estrogen receptor, all of those other things. So this, again, is why precision medicine is so important, um, why we look at all of these genetics, why we look at the toll-like receptors, why we look at this MyD88 gene, why we look at VDR, why we look at, you know, all of the we look at all of these different genes and to see exactly what the individual's particular balance is. 
somebody may do well with 10,000 IU of, of vitamin A and 5,000 IU of vitamin D. Somebody else may need eight and four. Somebody else may need, you know, six and three. Um, somebody else may need 50,000 and 25,000. Um, it really depends on what your lab markers are and what your genetics are to determine what your perfect balance is. And it is different for every single person. There is no multivitamin um, protocol. Protocol is a, a four-letter word in my practice. <laughs> it's a bad word. So we don't use it. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's like I'm always, uh, my pet peeve is that there's always a search for the right diet. For everyone on Earth, and it, yeah. human, the human diet has some basic similarities: proteins, fats, and carbohydrates. But it varies in natural societies, and we still have a lot of those to look at. So you talked about the relationship with A and D, and thank you for doing that because I don't think we've covered that enough in this show. And then there, there's the relationship between uh, vitamin A and zinc, uh, zinc being the carrier for vitamin A, and also beta-carotene, many people will not convert it to vitamin A, and mm -hmm. that's something that's part of their unique biochemistry. Can you talk some more All about right, that? Sure, that's a gene called BCMO1 um, that actually got changed to BCO1. Uh, they dropped the M in 2017, so if you're looking at the genes for that. Um, that interestingly requires the cofactor of iron, um, which is going to loop me in here to vitamin C um, in just a second in terms of the COVID-19 mechanism. Um, so, but if you're iron deficient, um, you will not actually convert beta carotene into vitamin A. So it's very, very important, um, especially for um, the vast majority of, you know, the population that happens to be lower socioeconomic or vegetarian um, who have uh, iron deficiency. Um, also for, you know, premenopausal women who suffer from iron deficiency. Um, so, you know, please please hear me when I tell you that if you have any sort of anemia, you will be increasing your risk for vitamin A deficiency um, and thereby, you know, increasing your risk for, for viral load. Um, so that is something that is a, you know, is a caution um, that you should be aware of, not to, you know, cause, cause fear, but, you know, making sure that you can absorb iron, so vitamin C, as long as you don't have genetic hyperoxaluria, um, and just to kind of segue there, if you have a history of kidney stones, interstitial cystitis, fibromyalgia, Alzheimer's disease, agnosium, um, you guys can go and look at uh, my website if you want to. We've got information on hyperoxaluria there um, if you have more questions about that. But um, as long as you don't have, you know, major, major issues with oxalates, then, you know, vitamin C can be very helpful with your absorption of iron. Um, simple blood tests. Um, can tell you if you have iron deficiency anemia. Um, you know, also if you eat a bunch of carrots or um, sweet potatoes, those kinds of things, and you happen to get orange hands or feet, that's so called carotinodermia, um, that can be a really good indication that you have genetic impairment um, in BCMO1 and uh, you may be iron deficient. Um, so if baby carrots are your, are your thing and you notice that you get a little orange tint, like our president, um, then you might <laughs> you might be having uh, you might be having some problems there. Right, that's a, a real giveaway. And then if if the beta carotene is being stored 
in the fat tissues, it's unlikely that it's converting to enough of the antiviral A. Uh, so uh, good advice, good advice. Um, I know that with vitamin C, especially in the offices, the functional medicine offices, uh, we use IV vitamin C, but we also have to check to make sure there's not a problem the patient has with the the handling, metabolism of vitamin C. Can you talk mm-hmm. about that? Sure. So uh, there are two things. The vitamin C transporter typically only carries about 500 milligrams of vitamin C at a time. Um, so, you know, when you're dosing vitamin C as a, you know, normal, regular practitioner outside of this COVID issue, so again, the preventative stage, um, you're looking at 500 milligrams and maximum of about four times a day, okay? So, you know, that, that's really what you're looking at. Otherwise, you're looking at a, you know, a fancy osmotic laxative. So, I mean, most people are like, hey, where do I sign up for that? Um, so, you know, that's not really anything that everybody's super excited about doing. Um, and also, you have to remember that, you know, antioxidants, they cause something called the Fenton reaction. That's why they're working. So antioxidants actually work because they cause oxidation. So they cause oxidative stress. This is not something that we're really needing to push here. You know, this is more of a maybe an Eastern philosophy or a balanced philosophy is what I like to call it. But we, you know, we don't want to overdo anything um, unless we're truly having massive oxidative release need, okay? So when we're looking at COVID-19 specifically, this is what they're postulating, or at least what they think is actually happening in the epithelial lining of the lung, okay? So or the, the, the thin layer that surrounds the layer of the lung. Um, so they think that what's happening is that the, the viral particles or the, the proteins within the, the virus are actually attacking the hemoglobin, and there are certain parts of those proteins that are causing the iron to dissociate, which means that it switches or takes a little, it takes a little electron off of one of the irons, um, so it changes from iron 3 to iron 2 and steals one of those electrons, and I'm sorry, I'm a biochemist by, by training, so we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, but when you steal one of those electrons off, it becomes a free radical, which is why they call them free radicals. And free radicals are bad, okay? So if you've got this lonely free radical out there, it's going to go and try and, and hook up with someone. It's going to try and find its mate. And if it finds your mate in, in your lung tissue, then it's going to steal the, the electron out of your lung tissue and cause damage. Okay, so this is, this is bad. We don't want that to happen. <laughs> Well, thank you. We need to talk more about this because this is important for understanding what people should be doing and should not be doing if they're exposed to to COVID-19. And folks, if you've just tuned in, you're with the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. I'm your host for the hour. I'm Dana Lake, and we're having a great discussion with Dr. Chrissy Williamson, and we are talking about prevention, biochemical individuality, and nutritional genomics in knowing what a patient needs. So hang in there, folks. We'll be right back after this break. Hi. 
Hi, I'm Gail Isaacson, owner of Village Green Apothecary, where we've been specializing in meeting your unique health care needs for over 50 years. Our passion is helping you to get to your root cause of health conditions. At Village Green Apothecary, our expert team of pharmacists and clinical nutritionists offer guidance on diet, nutrients, and pharmaceuticals to empower you with personalized recommendations just for you. Plus, we offer lab testing and nutritional consultations to optimize your health plan. Visit Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda or online at myvillagegreen.com. Quality can't always be seen. Honest labeling, trusted sourcing, unwavering standards. At Pure Encapsulations, we are committed to wellness without compromise, delivering high-quality hypoallergenic products for nearly three decades. Our products are free from gluten, trans fats, peanuts, GMOs, magnesium stearate, and artificial ingredients. Pure Encapsulations is the leading brand in the healthcare practitioner market, ranking highest in ingredients purity, quality testing, and trust. Pure Encapsulations products available at Village Green Apothecary and myvillagegreen.com. Do you have unique needs that a mass market pharmacy can't meet? Village Green Apothecary can help. Maybe your doctor prescribed a special compounded formula or you have concerns about allergies or dietary supplements. Our expert team includes pharmacists, nutritionists, clinical herbalists, and naturopaths who can offer you advice on nutritional products and personalized healthy living plans. We also offer specialized lab and micronutrient testing to our customers. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane. Call us at 301-530-0800 or go to our website at myvillagegreen.com. Staying mentally sharp means nourishing the mind as well as the body. That's why there's new Cognisure from Metagenics. Research shows that the active natural ingredient in Cognisure supports multiple mechanisms necessary for maintaining healthy cognition and a healthy brain as it ages. Cognisure is also easy to take in delicious, chewable chocolate tablets. Have a clear and bright future by maintaining mental capacity with healthy habits and Cognisure. Remember Cognisure for healthy brain aging support. Available through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apartment. The brain requires nutrition just like the rest of the body. And this is where Gero Formula's NeuroOptimizer comes to the rescue. NeuroOptimizer is a concentrated source of nutrients needed for memory, mood, concentration, and focus. NeuroOptimizer supplies the building blocks for neurotransmitters, the chemicals that allow cells in the brain to communicate and to file away memories. NeuroOptimizer is the nutritional answer to the brain's needs. To learn more about formulas, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village Green Apothecary. Welcome back, listeners, to the third segment of The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. We are brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. I'm Dana Lake. I'm your host for the hour. And we're having a fascinating conversation with Dr. Chrissy Williamson, a certified nutrition specialist and faculty member of the Maryland University of Integrative Health. Her expertise includes the groundbreaking, expanding field of nutritional genomics, and we've been talking about biochemical individuality and COVID-19, how certain genetic predispositions can increase risk for all kinds of problems, including COVID-19. So you were talking about the inflammation that occurs in the lungs with COVID-19. Can you go into more detail of how that happens and why it's so important and how the antiparasitics work? 
Sure. So, you know, just to kind of backtrack a little bit, um, there, you know, there are a couple of theories on on why or what the mechanism is for for COVID-19. One is, you know, that the ACE2 is a is a gene that basically opens up and allows viral entry, and then that goes through the the non-classical, you know, pathway and and opens up uh, or causes more lung fibrosis. Um, so, you know, it kind of goes away from, you know, angiotensin 1-7, which, you know, can be pretty complicated, but if you guys want more information on that, we can certainly talk about that. Um, a newer theory has come out, a uh, published paper just about two days ago, um, where we were talking about how, you know, the, one of the proteins, or actually a couple of the proteins in the virus is attacking um, hemoglobin. Um, and it's actually dissociating the iron from porphyrin, um, which is basically the, the iron portion of hemoglobin, so the, the part that makes it red in your blood. Um, and so when you, when you break apart the hemoglobin, it, it essentially can't carry oxygen anymore. So it's breaking your hemoglobin and breaking your ability to carry oxygen. Um, and if you can't carry oxygen in the blood, this is actually acting more like malaria would act. In, in the body, okay? So malaria, the parasite, it attacks your hemoglobin. And so we have antiparasitic drugs that, that work this way, that basically block the, the glycoproteins and block these different, um, uh, you know, uh, proteins that are in the virus from attacking the hemoglobin, which is why things like plaquenil um, have been working so well for this particular condition. Um, little caveat with Plaquenil, there are some genes like uh, G6PD um, that you really shouldn't take if you, if you have this thing, um, you know, if you have uh, impairments in that. So that's mostly prevalent in African Americans um, and some people of, of Mediterranean descent. Um, so, you know, again, highlighting the, the need for precision medicine. So, you know, if you happen to be um, African American, you know, please please do take caution, please do consider being tested. It can cause hemolytic anemia if you were to take Plaquenil, so that could be pretty dangerous. Um, so, but, but kind of getting back to this mechanism here, um, this is why things like ivermectin and Plaquenil are working because it's blocking the way that the virus is attacking your hemoglobin. Um, so so pretty, pretty amazing here that we are realizing that this virus is acting more like a parasite um, than anything else. And, you know, so when it causes that hemoglobin to dissociate, what's actually occurring in the lungs is, is old school Fenton reaction, okay? So this old school Fenton reaction where vitamin C and iron are interacting, this is why IV vitamin C and ozone are also really healthy and hyperbaric oxygen chambers. So pretty extraordinary. Um, when we're thinking about how how all of these what we would consider alternative medicine therapies are actually the the deal breakers, these are the things that are helping us um, the most uh, with these with these conditions. So pretty pretty extraordinary. Well, I'm I'm going to repeat uh, the G6 PD test. If somebody mm -hmm. is has a relative who has the COVID uh, COVID nineteen. It's important that they mention this G6PD test prior to taking the Plaquenil. Uh, and thank you for uh, mentioning that. And we also do that testing uh, before we do intravenous vitamin C in order to mm -hmm. avoid a bad reaction 
particular or specific to that patient's genomic profile. So you, you're giving us so much good information. I am so impressed. And what we're doing is trying to continue this. Uh, let's continue this discussion uh, right now, and then we'll finish up in the uh, final segment. But go ahead and talk more about going from prevention, and we're so, we've moved more into treatment kinds of mm-hmm. issues. Uh, talk more about that and recovery. We love that word, recovery. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So, well, there's a couple, uh, one other thing I want to talk about. So a vitamin C does actually inhibit um, something called NLRP3 um, inflammasomes. Uh, so this is another reason, uh, and that also works on melatonin. So melatonin is one other thing um, that's pretty cool that you could use um, to, to work in sort of like that stage two or stage three area. Um, so we don't need to necessarily get into the mechanism of that particular gene, but that's another one. If you have researchers out there listening, that's something you should you should think about. Um, now, one thing that we did find that works for recovery, or at least uh, I shouldn't say that uh, that's in research for recovery, um, is is niacin. Um, so they actually found that niacin or vitamin B3, um, specifically nicotinamide riboside, um, helps with lung fibrosis recovery. Um, and so that's working on a, a specific gene. It's the, the rate-controlling gene um, for um, NAD to NADP. Um, and so this is actually one of the controlling, regulating factors of, um, of glucose metabolism. And actually, when there's a, a gene alteration, it shunts into something called a pentose phosphate pathway. Um, and so, you know, without getting super dorky over here in terms of biochemistry, um, this is a connection between cardiovascular disease or metabolic disease and vitamin B3, okay? So when we have impairments in this, you know, when we're thinking about all the comorbidities, all of the things that are, you know, we're seeing, you know, higher, higher mortality rates, um, you know, so people that have heart disease, high blood pressure, um, men over 60, all of those types of things, any, anybody that has any, any sort of inflammatory condition, um, especially the insulin resistance factor, um, this is a really big connector piece for us um, that we're having this issue with, with niacin metabolism. Um, one caveat, though, for, for ladies um, is that niacin does convert um, estrone to estradiol. So for our women that have predisposition for breast cancer, um, don't rush out there and start taking high doses of, of niacin because it can actually increase your, your estrogens. Uh, so do be careful with that. But, you know, when we're looking at what's medically indicated, um, if you are, you know, needing to have a short-term you know, higher doses of, of niacin for recovery. Um, that is something that's really, really important. Um, one other thing for recovery is that we are finding that um, NRF2 things are very helpful. Well, you're covering a lot of good information, and your advantage and the advantage that uh, those who have a background in nutritional biochemistry is it helps us understand what involvement the nutrition has with medicine and what the involvement is with medicine and nutrition, it's so much more specific. And you're talking about nutritional biochemistry, something not traditionally taught in medical schools. And so the physician comes out educated, but 
if if we want to talk about different languages, doesn't speak the language of nutritional biochemistry, doesn't understand it. And it's it's very interesting to me that this is still going on in medical education. They get biochemistry, but every gene is dependent on very specific nutrients, and uh, it's that's what I call the math and science of the body. And you're talking about it so elegantly and, and so very well. Um, so we're going to carry this conversation forward to the final segment uh, if you've just tuned in, folks, you're with the Essentials of Healthy Living. I'm Dana Lake, your host for the hour. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. Have you ever wondered why the cold and flu season occurs in the fall and winter months? One theory is because of a decrease in sun exposure, our bodies don't make enough vitamin D, which is essential to proper immune function. That's why medical experts recommend supplementing with vitamin D. Thorne Research's vitamin D products are made from pure vitamin D with no preservatives or unnecessary ingredients added. Support your immune system with Thorne's vitamin D1000 and D5000. These and other immune-supporting formulas are always available at Village Green. Are you under a lot of stress these days? Pressure from your job, personal life, politics? It can all take a serious toll on your health. But we can help. Village Green Apothecary can help you achieve a healthier lifestyle with our wide range of nutritional supplements, health-related books, and more. We've been providing customized nutrition and healthy living resources for over 50 years, and we'll take the time to advise you about your unique needs. Stop by Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or visit our website at myvillagegreen.com. All over the world, people are beginning to discover fish oil is one of the best secrets for unlocking great health. Thousands of studies have shown the amazing effects of these powerful omega-3s for heart health. Plus, fish oils have even been shown to balance moods and lessen anxiety. With exceptional taste, unrivaled freshness, and unsurpassed purity, Nordic Naturals is the easy way to get your omega-3s every day. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit NordicNaturals.com. Nordic Naturals, Committed to the planet. Committed to pure and great-tasting omega oils. Did you get enough lutein today to support eye health? Most Americans consume only 2 milligrams per day, yet populations with good eye health often consume 6 to 20 milligrams to protect the macula of the eye against oxidative stress and aging. Vision Optimizer from Gero Formula supplies lutein, zeaxanthin, and 13 other vitamins, phytonutrients, and herbs that support eye health and function, reduce eye fatigue, and promote eye comfort. For more information, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village Green Apothecary. I'm Mark Isaacson, owner of Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda, the most unique pharmacy in the country. You are unique, and at Village Green, we treat you this way. At Village Green, our passion is personalization and getting the root cause of health conditions. Guidance on foods, nutrients, and pharmaceuticals to empower you with personalized recommendations just for you. For over 50 years, customers have depended on advice from our expert team of pharmacists and clinical nutritionists. Visit Village Green in Bethesda or online at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back, listeners, to today's final segment of the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. I'm Dana Lake, and I've been your host for the hour. I do want to remind you that Village Green has some excellent handouts 
on understanding immune support in these uh, this time of COVID-19. And, and they've done a wonderful job of putting together information, and they also are doing a wonderful job of keeping anything that's touched in their uh, in their business, anything, any knob, anything, they go right over it and clean it. And they will deliver to your car if you don't want to go in, or they deliver to the house, or they ship. So they've been very conscientious about this, and you should get the information from Village Green. They they talk about a lot of what we've talked about here. Uh, we've gone more into the science. So, Dr. Christy Williamson, you've been sharing with us biochemical individuality, prevention of uh, illnesses, and obviously there are people who are not so predisposed. And they have it. It might be so mild they didn't even know it. It might be pretty wretched, but they they recover. So let's talk about these predispositions and underlying issues that people have that can make it worse for them. Sure. So, I mean, for from what we can tell, um, you know, any sort of pre-existing condition like asthma, lung disease, liver disease, obesity, heart disease, hypertension, um, all of those types of things, alcoholism, um, are, you know, predisposing uh, people for, you know, greater consequences to, to COVID-19. Um, autoimmunity, immunodeficiency, those are also two that people aren't necessarily thinking about, um, unless, of course, you have those conditions. Uh, people with immunodeficiency have been living like it's been COVID-19 uh, for all of the time that they've had immunodeficiency. Uh, so they're the experts. Uh, they already know how to, to live a very uh, sterile life or clean life. Um, so, you know, those are things that, you know, people are, you know, need to be aware of. Um, I think that's one of the things that um, without getting into politics and, you know, those types of things, you know, people have been talking about the mortality rate. Um, an interesting little tidbit is that um, in terms of genetics, in terms of like the ACE2 receptor, uh, which we didn't get to talk about too much today, um, that's mostly found in Asians along with the um, ATR1 receptor. So that's a, a major mechanism of how the virus actually enters the lungs and into the GI system. Um, you know, that's not really found all that much in Europeans and Caucasians. So, you know, genetically, we actually have an advantage in the in the U.S., um, so, or at least Caucasians do. Um, so that's, that's kind of an interesting thing. But when we, when we throw on all of the epigenetics or all the things that are on top of the genome, being obesity, diabetes, insulin resistance, smoking, drinking, blah, 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 all of the bad things that we do here in the U.S., um, then all of a sudden we start to realize that we may have a higher death rate because of all of the things that we do in terms of our lifestyle and diet. Um, so that is a really big telling sign. It should be a huge wake-up call, I think, for, for us here um, in the U.S. Um, so that, um, that maybe is my soapbox that I'm going to throw in here. Um, so those that are vaping are having higher death rates. Those that are drinking are having higher death rates. Um, so, you know, those are, those, are, those are key things. Yeah, very um, important. So, I mean, and you, I know that you focus, too, on, 
exposures to pesticides, toxins, environmental, outside and inside uh, toxin exposures. And I always like to remind people that we've got uh, approximately 90,000 manufactured chemicals, uh, only 200 of which have been tested according to the EPA. And they're in our environment. They were grandfathered in, and many of them are allowed to be kept secret from all governments and all human beings. Uh, now that's changing. I've, I've griped about this for a long time, and Congress is making changes, and the industry is trying to participate in that. Uh, they know the axe is coming <laughs> and that they've got to do more than they've been doing. So um, what else do we want to talk about in uh, in our final moments in the show? Um, what didn't we cover that you think we should? Well, I think I want to make sure that, you know, there are certain populations that are, are really aware, okay? So I know we talked briefly about G6PD. Um, I really, really want to make sure that our African-American population understands that, you know, they, they need to be screening, um, you know, before they go out and try Plaquenil. Um, you know, G6PD, you may feel like you, um, when you take Tylenol or when you take um, Advil or something like that when you're sick, it might make you feel sicker, okay? So that's really when you're going to notice if you have G6PD. Um, so, you know, those are early warning signs um, for conditions like that. Um, you might be, you might get sick more often, okay? So you're highly susceptible to viral infections. Um, so you might have a reduced immune response. Um, you know, you might feel worse if you were to eat a bunch of chickpeas or green peas or lentils or black-eyed peas, uh, fava beans, those kinds of things actually suppress the function of that particular enzyme. Um, so, you know, those are a couple of clues that I really want our, our African-American population and also our, our Mediterranean descent. About 10% of this population has the minor allele, okay? So it's not everybody, um, but I do, I do really want to, you know, in, impress upon our listeners that, that this is something that you should be aware of because if you were to take something like an anti-malarial like Plaquenil, this could be potentially quite harmful. It could cause spontaneous destruction of your red blood cells or something called hemolysis. Um, so this is, this is not something to mess around with. Um, you know, so we really do need to screen for these things. This is why we have precision medicine. This is why we do this. Um, so, you know, that's something that I, I really want to make sure that we, you know, we really impress upon the readers, or our readers, our listeners, sorry. Um, so, you know, that, that's something I really just want to drive home, just a safety issue. Um, so that's, that's, uh, that, was a, that was my soapbox for, for that. Um, and you, and they you can get tested. They, they can get tested through their physician and have that information in advance because there are certain medications that they shouldn't be taking, and you mentioned the Plaquenil. So I'm going to reemphasize that African Americans and, and those of Mediterranean descent um, need to know whether or not this is a problem. And this is where we get into a patient taking a drug and having a bad reaction. 
they were set up to have that reaction. And I have dreamed for decades that eventually doctors would do the testing of these pathways called the cytochrome P450s and give the patient this family of drugs is not good for you. This is where you will be safe. Or this one gets out of your system and you wake up in the middle of surgery. So there's a lot that can happen. And we're, you know, we're at that door. The medical community's at that door. We're already inside. I am not going to say we know it all, but we, we know a lot more than we did a decade ago, three decades ago. So uh, we've just had, this has been such a good discussion. Do you have some words of wisdom that they can take away from the show? What can somebody do right now as soon as they've heard the show? So basics are, you know, right now everybody, most everybody is, is being forced to do social distancing. So, I mean, that is something that, you know, we, we as a country, we as a world, quite frankly, are, are doing, okay? So that's something that can help keep you safe. Um, make sure that you do your basics, you know. Make sure that you're washing your hands. Make sure you're not touching your face. Those are, those are basic sort of things, okay? So I think everybody can be on board with that. Um, the other thing, so make sure that you're looking at your vitamin D status, your vitamin A status, your zinc status, and if it's not contraindicated, low-dose vitamin C. Okay, so those are some things that you really should look at. Um, quercetin is another something that's antiviral that can actually be really helpful for a lot of people. It's antihistamine. Um, it, it works really, really well um, for, you know, um, stopping this whole hemoglobin issue as well. Um, so, you know, there's a, there's a lot of things that can be helpful. Quercetin is a little bit more outside. Some people may have some trouble with that if you've got um, mast cell issues, if you've got citrus issues, there are some other things. If you could do quercetin dihydrate, which would be a safer version of, of that. Um, we are having supply chain issues here in the U.S. Um, in terms of finding certain nutrients, but um, that is something that is generally safe for most people, but I am saying this is for not medical advice. <laughs> I'm going to throw that out there. Good advice, really good advice, and I want to thank you for being with us. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. And I want to thank you, listeners, for joining us. And I hope you found this interesting. I did. I learned something, and I love that I, I get to meet so many people doing such good work. So I learned a lot today, too. And I want to thank that you joined us, listeners. And also, as our lives move forward, I am reminded every day is a new day, every minute a new minute, giving us many opportunities to make positive health-enhancing choices. And please remember, it's not the number of breaths you take. It's the moments that take your breath away. This is Dana Lake and Village Green wishing each and every one of you good health and a breathtaking day. Ah, the joy of commuting in Washington. Whether you work on the hill or outside the beltway, you know how stressful it is to get around. Stress can take a serious toll on your health, and Village Green Apothecary can help. We offer over 10,000 healthy living products, including top-quality nutritional supplements, herbal remedies, and more. 
Our nutritionists and pharmacists offer a personalized approach to help you with your health needs. Stop by Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or visit our website at myvillagegreen.com.